Thank you for joining me today, guys. Prolific Vibe Podcast. Positive vibes, positive results. Thanks again, everybody, for joining us today. Today we are on episode nine. And um, I just want to tell everybody thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. YouTube, big up yourself. You already know the vibes. All my podcast listeners, big up. Episode number nine. The topic for today's episode, we're going to say, you get what you negotiate. You get what you negotiate. And that goes for a lot of things. It can be your relationship, business opportunities, your employment, your career, friendship. You're going to get what you negotiate. You're going to get the treatment that you allow people to give you. You put yourself out there a certain way and you're going to get treated because of that way you put yourself out there. So you are going to get what you negotiate. You know, verbiage is a lot. Actions is a lot. Body language is a lot. So that all goes in one when I say that you get what you negotiate. So I had to learn the hard way when I say that you get what you negotiate. And learning on the fly or learning when there's money involved can lead you down a road of pain, anger, regret, frustration, even sometimes revenge. You know, um, especially if you're trying to learn something and you feel like where you're learning the information from, the person means you well and they have your best interests at heart. You know, um, me and my business partner had a mentor that we thought had his best interests or our best interests at heart. So there were a lot of things that were set in play and there were a lot of things that we were doing and there were no negotiation or agreement involved because we felt in the space that we were, he was going to do the right thing or we deserve the right thing because how we portrayed ourselves and the actions that we took and how we did things. So, you know, we started off fixing, flipping property with our mentor and, you know, he was around every day. He came on the projects. He told us what to do. We listened. We did exactly what he said. Um, we had our own suggestions and things that we wanted to do, but we kept it to ourselves. We didn't want to make it seem like we knew everything. We didn't want it to seem like we knew what we were talking about because we were new to the space. So even when we had ideas, we kept it to ourselves and we did exactly what he said. We did exactly what he told us to do. So, you know, when we finished, say, the first project we did, everything was good. Everything was fine. When it came down to the money, this is when we started to realize that it doesn't matter the relationship you and someone has. It doesn't matter if you feel you deserve a particular treatment, a particular percentage of, you know, of money or whatever that you guys are splitting, it doesn't matter. What matter is what you agreed on 
what's negotiated on before you get to that point. So being new to the business and not understanding, you know, we put all the money up for these projects. We did all the closing with our money. We had to give 15% down for our hard money lender because we had a 85% LTV. So we had that 15% up front plus whatever the closing cost was. So we were paying all this money up front. We paid, you know, all the um, contractors, material, everything came from us. The only thing our mentor was doing was just showing up every day and telling us what to do. But when it came down to selling the property, listing the property, then selling the property, and the profit from the property, because he was our mentor and we never sat down and put it in writing or set it in stone, what is his return on being around and giving us game? When the time came, he blatantly said he wanted 50% of our profit. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't feel having a mentor should demand 50% of your profit because he is around showing you what to do and telling you what to do. And he has no skin in the game in terms of money. The only skin he has in the game was just giving you his ideas and giving you suggestions and showing you the ropes and telling you what to do. Now, I'm not saying if someone's a mentor and someone is around and telling you what to do, they don't deserve something. But to get involved and make it seem like your intentions was pure and you want to help your people and you want to help everybody around you to elevate and to become wealthy because you're already wealthy and then you're digging in their pockets every chance you get. That's not considered a mentor. You're hustling people. You're hustling young men that want to get into the real estate game. That's when to get into the space. So you're not being transparent. But it goes back to what I was saying. You get what you negotiate because we never had any agreement with him. We never negotiated in the beginning. We were just so hot to learn that we took everything that came our way and just grasping all the information quick, fast, and easy. And we never took a step back and wonder what is in it for this guy? Why is he being so nice initially? You know, why is he passing on all this knowledge keep saying he's doing it to elevate his people and he want all of us to be wealthy and be rich. But whenever it came down to negotiation or sitting to talk about money, he always mentioned, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't worry about it. Money's not the problem. We'll get to the money part when it comes. And then the minute we sell the property is like he he wants to kill you for his share. I remember the first property we did. Um, we cleared, I would say, a little bit over a hundred thousand dollars in profit after all the overhead was covered. 
after we paid back our hard money lender, after we paid off the contractors, after we minus our 6% for the agents that was representing the buyer and the seller, we cleared over 100000 Now, keep in mind, our business was me and my business partner. We were 50-50% owners. Now, I am not saying that we weren't supposed to give our mentor anything. But, like I said, after we sell the property, his thing, he called us on the phone immediately. Hey, guys, um, let me get 50% of that. So, once again, we were very new in the game. And we understood we had to pay to play. We understood it. nothing comes free. What we did was we just never understood in depth of how we would have been treated or what was going to be asked of us after we sold the first property. So what we did was we went ahead and we gave him the 50% because we can't go now and say, well, that's not what we spoke about or that's not what we agreed on. We never negotiated a price in terms of his return. We never negotiated a percentage of what we should give him for him being around and being our mentor. So like grown men that we are learning the game, we gave him the 50% and we moved on to the next project. Now, you would think that we would learn from our mistake, but the money was coming in. We were learning so much. We were happy. We were excited. We already had a couple more properties that we locked in. We just never started working on them. So we started immediately after we sold the first property. We started immediately on the second property. And the same thing happened again. Same exact thing happened again. Now on the second property, we actually owned it. We wrapped it up and closed in before the first rehab property. This was in early 2020, just when COVID was getting ridiculous. So we got it for a really, really good price. Now, mind you, we're now in early 2021. Real estate is going through the roof, skyrocketing. And we now decided we wanted to start working on this project. So we started working on the second project, I would say about May, June. We closed that one up in about 45 days, 60 days. And it wasn't a lot of work. It was very minimal. We did a roof. We switched up a couple walls. We um, changed plumbing, electrical. We put recessed lights in, got rid of them whole flush lights. We spruced up the house, basically. Changed over the kitchen, put some quartz in the kitchen, put a nice size island. Um, we put a pergola in the front and the back, did some landscaping. So we didn't throw a lot of money in there. So our profit margin was ridiculous. Now, just to put a number out there, I'm not giving the exact number. We closed or we cleared over 200 on that property. When our mentor found out how much we were clearing, he was happier than a pig and shit. Now, he said he was doing it for over 30 years, which 
I am not taking anything away from him. But for him to say he is successful and he is wealthy and he has all these things, I don't think he ever, on one particular project, cleared $200,000. So I'm not saying that we're lucky. I'm not saying that, you know, we did the best rehab in Atlanta. What I'm saying is we was in the right pocket at the right time based on where the market was shooting up what we got the property for the minimal rehab that we did with the property because the property was in a great shape. And it goes back to what I was saying when it comes to knowing the right people. This was a probate property. This was a property that someone died, left it for a family member that never lived in the state. They never seen the property. They never wanted to do anything with the property. Property was paid for. Their only concern was it was left to them in a will. They want to sell it, get rid of it for whatever, get the money and move on with their lives. So we benefited from that because we knew the right person at the right time. So we obtained that property and we sat on it because we got it for so good. So that was one of the first properties we did. So we did other flips before we got to that one. So it was the right time for us to do that one because we had a lot, we had a lot of meat in it. So once again, our mentor, we mentioned to him, we said, hey, we're making X amount on this property. This is what we did to the property. After we pay our contractors minus 6% on the um, agents, pay back our hard money lenders, we're about to clear about 200. What's the deal? Once again, uh, don't worry about the money. We'll deal with it when we get there. We'll deal with that. We'll cross that bridge. So at this time, we're hustling and bustling. We have other properties that we're working on that we're trying to finish up so we can start closing on these properties back to back. So we're not going to, like I said, we're still learning the game. So we're not behind them every day, all day. How much you want from the property? We're getting this amount. What do you want? So we weren't on it like that. We were basically mentioning it. And hopefully he would have a sit down, which we wanted. And then we come to an agreement. So same thing happened again. We went to the lawyer's office. He came with us at the closing table. You know, he's very narcissistic. So he always telling people, yeah, I'm training these guys. These guys are my mentor. I I teach them everything. They know they're good guys. They know a lot. They still have a lot to learn. So, you know, he kept pushing and, Everyone that we were meeting in the game, in the industry, in the real estate industry, bankers, lawyers, agents, hard money lenders, that that's that would be his initiation to let them know that we are his mentors. So he's the top guy. He's the head guy. But we were fine with that because we were soaking up all this knowledge and we were still meeting all these people. So we never had an ego thing with it. We laughed about it like, you know. He always want to do his master classes. He, he wants to let everybody know he's the, you know, head guy. So we laughed about it all the time. It was like, as long as we're making our money, we're learning the game. It's all good. So we went to the closing table, cleared, walking out the um, closing office. He then says, hey, guys, I'm going to call you guys 
later. I'm going to go do something. So we, we part ways. We went our way. He went our way. Same day he called us. He's very hot on the phone. Hey, guys, did you guys clear everything up? Um, does everybody got their money? Did the, the money came from um, escrow? Did the escrow clear yet? Did the lawyer wire the money? All of this good stuff. And we never kept anything from him. We were very transparent. We told him everything. You know, so it got to a point now where he knew what was going on, even when the money hit our account. And the next thing was what he said. Hey, guys, send me 50% of that. Now, at this point, we were like, hold up. This shit sound almost like we getting extorted. Like, what the fuck is really going on? First property, he asked for 50%. We, we try to figure out what the fuck he's going to get from it, but we took it like a G, gave him 50%, kept it moving, because we like, all right, boom, we paying the play. So we're going to figure it out. Second property came around. We still trying to ask homeboy, yo, what's the numbers? Like, you hear every day, you put us on, you telling us what to do, you know, every step of the way, all of this good stuff. We know you're going to get something, but w- what are we standing for? Keep evading the situation. Keep evading the situation till when money now hits the account, he wants 50% again. So initially we were like, nah, we ain't going to do that shit. But finally me and my business partner, we agreed to give him the 50, but that's going to be the last 50 he's going to get, 50% he's going to get. And the only reason why we did it because we had other properties that we were tied up in with him. And it's funny enough, the third property that we said we were going to, not said, the, fir- the third property that we're going to do would have been the hardest one. That one was straight studs. That one was straight gutted out. That one was practically a new construction. So we're still learning the game and we understand, the, the you know, the intricate parts of stuff. We understand the back end. We understand the money part. We understand contractors now. We're getting the hang of it, but... We never did a new construction. We never did, you know, things that he kept saying. And we've heard other people say, man, um, you guys doing a full gut out. You know, you got to do plumbing rough. You got to do electrical rough. We've done small projects and did it. But we've never did it to this magnitude. So with that said, me and my business partner agreed like, all right, we're going to humble ourselves, which at the time I don't know why we did that, and it falls right back to what I'm saying. When you put these words on you, you're making yourself less than. You're making yourself lower than the other person. So in those times, we figured we we're going to humble ourselves when we shouldn't have, but I'm giving you guys a story, and I'm you know, not deviating from the story. I'm telling you exactly how it worked. We humbled ourselves, stupidest fucking thing we should have did, and we agreed and gave him the 50%. Because we are like, we need him for the third property. We need this guy around because once again, he knows his stuff. He's well known in Atlanta. A lot of people know him. He's been in the rehab game for a very long time. It's just certain way he does business and take advantage of the younger people coming in the game. We don't agree with. And this is why we're not mentioning his name because we're being very honorable and we're still going to give him his credit in terms of knowing his shit and knowing the game and from what he taught us. 
it's just unfortunate what we got taught. We paid a lot for it, but guess what? We'll never unlearn it. And that's what keeps us going and will keep us propelling us in the real estate game. You know, so we took the L, but we shouldn't have made one person make that much money off of us if the intentions wasn't real, if the intentions wasn't pure and genuine. It started off from that place, but I, it was all a plan. So fast forward, we started on the third project now, which was a full gutter, started from studs, meaning we had to do subflooring, um, we had to do plumbing from, you know, we're talking about plumbing from the street. We had to do all of that stuff over. You know, we had, um, we had to go drill inside the slab, change piping. We had to do a new sub pump. Um, we had to do structural reconfiguration. We had to do driveway that had cracks in the driveway. We had to do ceiling we had to do attic we had to do ply we had to do everything it's basically let's say you're doing a new construction it was almost like doing a new construction everything had to be replaced everything had to be rewired everything had to be redone refinished so we took it on the chin and we learned that we learned it we learned what it took to get a property from nothing and got it to modernized, up to date, and ready for the market. So that was the intentions we had. So that's why we stayed and kept them around, even though we weren't happy with how he was managing funds in terms of, you know, the business deal or showing us the game. And I feel, and the reason why I said you're going to get what you negotiate is if we had sat down, stood on our word from the day, from the beginning and say, if this is not what it is, then unfortunately you can't be our mentor. You can't be around us because we feel like you're going to take advantage of us. If he agreed to it, we would have never been in the position we were at that point. But because we were more concerned about learning, being transparent, you know, that word we call humble to soak up all the game and learn all the game. We never did. We never had an agreement and we never had a negotiation on funds. So now we're at property number three. We fully completed property number three and it was time now to sell property number three. At this point, we had a, separate investment contract that was due with our mentor and we brought it up to him. We're like, okay, we need to sit down and talk money. And he keep evading the issue, evading the issue until we got him on the phone one day and we're like, yo, our investment contract has expired. We have this house listed. We're about to sell the house. We need to know, what's the numbers and what's going on. So now he can't say nothing because we were very persistent and we did this for about a week straight. He got us on the phone and this is what he said to us. Hey guys, I am not going to take a percentage from you guys 
for this third property because I wanted you to get your money up. So we thought that was a great thing. We were like, all right, cool. He took all that money from the first two properties. Now he's going to fall back. He's not going to take anything. Now he see that we learn. We could run the projects on our own. We really don't need his expertise as much just for guidance and, you know, call him if we need assistance. Because by the time we started doing the third project, he wasn't coming around as much. You know, he knew we knew what to do, what to look for, how to deal with the contractors. So we were doing all this stuff solely without him. We were just going to him for information, if anything, but nothing hands on, nothing physical. So after he said that he didn't need any percentage from our profit on the third property, we felt relief. So that was part A of that conversation. Now part B says, what's going to happen with our investment contract on other businesses that we had going? And this is where shit went sideways. He says... And I quote, hey, guys, this is what we're going to do for the investment contract. Every house that we do moving forward, instead of you guys giving me 50%, you keep that money and you minus it from what our investment contract is. Now, we're not idiots we're not fools. You're basically trying to give us back our own money and hold on to our investment money that we have on separate business that has nothing to do with real estate. How fucking stupid do you think we really are? I understand you have to show homage and you have to be respectful to the elders and your mentors because they're teaching you something, but it gets to a point where you're taking advantage, and I notice you're taking advantage, mentor or not, and we're going to put you in your place. So we said straight up, yo, that's not what no agreement was, bro. You're not going to be paying us back our own money. We want our money. Do you understand? We want our investment money because that has nothing to do with nothing we're doing on this side. This is some separate business we're talking about here. And let me tell you, that guy said, okay, no problem, and hung the phone up. This happened 2021 around Christmas. We're now in September, the ending of September, 2022. And all we've been hearing every now and again, because at times we call him, he doesn't answer, is that he's working on paying us back our money. Things have been slow. Um, he did surgery. He did back surgery. He, it's a bunch of excuses. Now, if this was not corporate America or let's say legal business, it would have probably went somewhere else. But because it is, you have to take these L's and learn from them. As they say, the L's are, are lessons. They're not loss or losses. So in that business, we learned we learned that, yo, yeah, you're going to take losses, but if you're just depending on people to do the right thing, treat you right, be respectful, be thoughtful, 
and you're going to get what you deserve, you're making a sad mistake. You're making a very sad mistake. You need to negotiate. You need to sit down and pencil it out from the beginning. Any business you're doing, even if there's not money involved, even if there's physical action, whatever it is, it's, it's going to be a favor for a favor or it's going to be one business um, attribute to the next business attribute. It has to be negotiated and finalized before anything is started because people will take your kindness for weakness and then when it's time to pay up and to reciprocate, they're going to say that's not what we spoke about. They're going to say that's not what we agreed on. They're going to say that's not what the negotiation was. So in life, even in relationships, you are going to get what you negotiate from the jump, from the beginning. Whatever you negotiate is what you're going to get. And negotiation is not a bad thing. That's meeting somewhere where both parties are comfortable. That's meeting somewhere in the middle or wherever the comfort zone is that both party is comfortable and business can continue. Relationship can continue moving forward without any animosity or any discomfort or discomfort. So you need to negotiate and whatever you negotiate is what you're going to get. Because when you get in shit that you don't want down the line that you didn't ask for, you can't say this is not what my expectations were or this is not what I expected. That's what you got because you never negotiated what you wanted. Like I said, it goes a lot of ways. It goes with, it goes with even your career, starting a new job. They offer you a salary. If you know you're worth more than that in the job that you'd be doing in the job description, they're asking you to do is not worth, let's say a hundred thousand dollars. When you go in that job and you agree to it because you're so hot for a job and you're so hot for employment and now you really see what the job consists of and you're there six months to a year, don't complain that you're not making enough money. You must know what you're worth. You are going to get what you negotiate. So if you know the job is worth 150, ask for 150. If you don't get it, it wasn't meant for you. What's meant for you will be for you. You have to negotiate your comfort zone, what you know you deserve, what you're comfortable with to do any particular task or to be in a relationship or to be in business, partnerships, merges, whatever it is. You're going to get what you negotiate. If you don't have a negotiation skill, the other person will do it for you. And you know what? They're going to do it in their favor. They're going to do it so it's beneficial for them. They're going to do it so they have the upper hand. So you better learn, get good at it, to negotiate to benefit you. Because anything you negotiate is what you're going to get. And if you don't negotiate it, the other person already did it. So you're going to get what you get. Period. You know, same thing with relationship. You start a new relationship. If you don't put your foot down and you know, let your significant other know, like, this is what I expect of you from the beginning. Can you deal with that? Can you accept that? Is that something that you can do? If there's no agreement on that, you're going to have problems in that relationship. 
Because now when you're trying to ask for these things a year from now, they're going to look at you crazy. That's not what we started doing when we started this. You didn't have a problem with this when we started. Why you have a problem now? So also it goes back. You got to know what you want. You got to know yourself. You got to know what you expect from people. You got to negotiate what you want out of life with everything. So you are going to get whatever you negotiate. So guys, that was my story on getting into a business because I was so ready to learn. I was so hot to learn. And I never, my partner never thought we would end up in a situation where we had a mentor, someone that actually showed us the business, yes, but took advantage of our kindness and took advantage of us not understanding the importance of negotiation and confirmation when it comes to finances and money, especially when it's big money, especially when it's big money. So we got taken advantage of from a monetary standpoint, but the knowledge that we came out of the whole situation with and what we are doing now in life and things that we've accomplished make us who we are today. And that's why I can sit here and I can say to you guys, you're going to get whatever you negotiate. So doesn't matter if someone call themselves a mentor, doesn't matter if they're a specialist, doesn't matter if they're a guru, doesn't matter. Make sure if you're not comfortable mentally, physically, moving forward, you make it known very clearly. And you find out that middle ground that's going to get you to your comfort level. Mentally, physically, whatever it might be. Make sure it's known and it's understood and it's very clear what that comfort level is. Make your negotiation known because you are going to get what you negotiate. And if you're, if you're not negotiating and you're just going to take what you're going to get, you'll never be better or you never get what you really deserve. You're going to always get less because whoever is going to be in the situation with you already negotiated for themselves. And especially if they know that you didn't negotiate or they didn't have an agreement with you, they're going to make sure that it's going to benefit them no matter what. Because you know what they're going to say? Well, you didn't say nothing or that's not what we agreed on or that's not what we spoke about. So you saying it now doesn't change anything. You have nothing to stand on. So be very clear when you're getting into business, relationship, a career, a job, whatever it is. If you're not comfortable with what's being offered, you're going to continue to be miserable because you never negotiated what you want to make you happy. Now, I understand in life, sometimes you have to go through things initially before you can get what you want, and that's fine and well. But you always need to have a game plan. You always need to have a, ba- uh, a backup plan. And based on my story, the backup plan was getting out of business with our mentor because of how he did business, how he dealt with business. The backup plan was we had other properties we were sitting on that we owned outright. That now we're in a position where we're going to address our, all our money issues and concerns with you. 
And then moving forward, if we're ever going to do anything with you, everything will be clear. But then you showed really who you were. Because now when we addressed the money issue with you, you disappeared. You disappeared. So thank you for everything you taught us because that knowledge is what we use to propel ourselves and getting ourselves to where we need to be. But I could only give the knowledge and the information for everybody else that not to get into that position or that situation, negotiate from the beginning, from the start. Because if you don't, Whatever you get, you're going to get. And like they say in Jamaica, y'all going to get what it don't get. I you know what it don't get. The don't get fuck. You understand? So be very clear. Be vocal. Negotiate what's going to make you happy. Because you're going to get what you negotiate. You can't come back afterwards and be like, oh, I wanted more or that's not what I wanted, or that's not what I thought you was going to give me, or I didn't know this job was so hard, I thought I should have asked for more money. No, you can't change that. You can't change the past. So for you to have a better future, you better know what you need to get and what you need to ask for from now to propel you into the future. Because you can't go back and be like, only if I knew. You can't live in that life. We can't live in the past. So, guys, like I said, bottom line is you're going to get what you negotiate. You will get what you negotiate. So make sure if you don't know how to negotiate, you don't like talking about money because I always hear that from especially a lot of people in our community. They're very timid when it comes to talking money. They don't understand the importance of knowing what you're worth. They don't understand the importance of understanding what something is worth your time is worth, your craft is worth, your art is worth. A lot of us don't understand the concept of that because we always try to run from that. And we feel like the people that's in the space is going to do the right thing by you. They're not because everybody is in this shit for themselves. Everybody is in it to get the most for doing the less or doing the least. So my people, you're going to get what you negotiate. So start figuring out a way, guys, how to, Understand what you have, what you're working for in a relationship, in a career, in a business, in whatever it is, and know what you're worth and what you should get from it because you are going to get only what you negotiate, nothing more, nothing more. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. I love you. Love y'all. If um, you're listening on your podcast, you know, Spotify, I got to shout y'all out. Um, Apple Podcasts, I got to shout you guys out. Google Podcasts, I have to shout you guys out. Thanks for all the love. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for you guys tuning in. Please, guys, subscribe wherever you're listening to this at, even if it's on YouTube. Watch my videos. Subscribe, like, share. It's very much appreciated. I love the support that I've been getting. I have more information, more knowledge, more, you know, things to share with you guys. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys are doing well in life. You want to elevate in life. You want to get to the next level in life. I am bringing all positive energy and positive vibes to my people. And like we always say, positive thoughts, positive results. Positive thoughts, positive results. I love y'all. Enjoy our weekend. And we out. Prolific Vibe Podcast. And you already know the vibes. Big up yourself.